The art of customer service is getting lost. The need for customer service is greater than ever. I don't know if people don't care if it's falling by the wayside, but it's it's no longer the focus of most places. And I think the, the customer service kind of mixed with the knowledge and just being there for the customer. Um, I think all together are things you can't get anywhere else to the fullest extent you can at Midwest Evening Appliance. Midwest TV and Appliance, you get more for your money. If you want slow-cooked ribs, I'll sauce them. Check out the pork, because I think they're awesome. Rib Fest, baby. I'm going to give you a couple of tips for a successful barbecue. Rib Fest, baby. Do not use a lot of charcoal. Rib Fest, baby. Use as much wood as you can. Rib Fest, baby. I'm not driving 800 miles to find some mesquite. I'm not buying little packets of mesquite just to cook with. We are Cooley Region Cooking. First of the new year, and I am thrilled to be able to uh, welcome Sims and Rob from the real Oyster Cult. I, I'm sorry, I just love that name. Caught my attention immediately. The what? The real Oyster Cult. The band is back on the road. Who? I I, I have one of. I have real. I, well, I have an Oyster Cult eight track. That's that's how old I am. Uh, good morning, you guys, and thank you both very much for talking with us this morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Good morning. Great to be here with you. Thank you for having us. The real oyster cult. I suppose you can tell right off the bat, ladies and gentlemen, that the focus is oysters, which no one likes. Everyone hates oysters. They're slimy. They taste like fish. You don't even, the last time I watched somebody eat oysters, they didn't even, I don't even think they tasted them. They said it it tastes like olive oil. I hate these (laughs) because... I thought, you know, you're just doing it wrong. So I got to get some people on to, at the very least, start to talk about how you eat an oyster. So uh, let, let's start with that. Oysters are not horrible. Oysters are delicious if you like fish. But are people eating them wrong? Is that why people don't like oysters? Um, I, I, I would say there's no super bad way to eat an oyster. Um, there's some definitely better ways to enjoy oysters. Um, <laughs> Uh, also, it's where the oyster's coming from as well. Really? I think I think a lot of folks have maybe not had a great experience because they're eating oysters maybe that um, just don't have a lot of flavor in them. And uh, uh, New England and northern regions um, have really been uh, put on the map in the last 15, 20 years for their flavor profile. So it's it's just like wine. It's like, have you had a good wine or a bad wine? There's There's all different types, right? So... Uh, we like to work with farms that have a really, you know, lights out flavor profile in their oysters. And uh, yeah, so that's that, that's where I would recommend you start. Start with a, a different type of oyster if you've used to uh, maybe a different oysters that um, don't have as much flavor profile. No, you have. And we're in Wisconsin. So right away, we're dealing with oysters that are available at uh, the grocery store or the co-op or wherever people do their shopping. And there yeah. they are. They got here Maybe they got here this morning, this week, where they came from. I don't know, some ocean. We're closer to the East Coast than the West Coast. But can you just look at an oyster and see that, ooh, these are fresh ones. I know how to tell the difference between fish that used to be swimming and now it's really old. Uh, Is there, you know, an aroma thing? Or how does a person who's going to the store to buy a dozen oysters uh, in an hour or so, because we talked them into it, how do you even begin the process? They're going to well, kill me. You guys live on the East Coast. I got to live here and deal with 
You tried to poison me yesterday, Hayes. I can't believe it. Well, that's why we're not telling you to go get them at the grocery <laughs> store. We're telling you to get them delivered to your house via real call. Really? You'll, you will send them to my house. That makes it easy. Yeah. Yep. yep. And then, you, then you're guaranteed a fresh experience because awesome. we ship them overnight in an insulated box and they've come straight from the farm to us. And within 24 hours or so, we're shipping them out to you. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, yeah. so now I know how to get them fresh. They're delish. Uh, just teach me for the for some people who will try them sooner than later. What's the best? Well, and they'll come from you guys in a box. I'm going to open that box, and what will I notice? What am I looking at that tells me these are fresh oysters? Well, they should have a fresh, you know, sea 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 scent to them, but they shouldn't. You'll know if they smell bad. Well, okay, so if they're old. Like like fish, like a snapper or a, a you know a tuna. What, who else is? Uh, they're gonna get uh, something for, uh, from the east coast. You open the box and think, oh, lobster. Boy, this uh, is kind of stinky. Same kind of uh, aroma with old oysters. Yeah, I mean, if an oyster is dead, you're you're gonna know. You'll it's, know it right it, away. It's gonna it'll it'll take over your kitchen. I mean, it, it'll uh, okay. Smell like, it'll smell like a crime <laughs> scene. I mean, it's not. It's well, that's. Not a, that's good to know. Yeah. I, I've never cooked an oyster. I've never, well, the only oysters I've ever eaten were the oysters that someone brought to me and set them down on a plate in front of me uh, at a restaurant. So any of the history, so it smells like whatever the seasoning is, and I don't have any idea. I wouldn't know a fresh oyster if it fell out of the sky into my lap. That's why I'm asking. Have you ever had a raw oyster? Or just a cooked oyster? I don't know. Oysters on the half shell? Are those raw oysters? Yeah, yeah. those are yes. raw. Exactly. Yes. So, why don't we show him? Why don't we yeah. show yes. Can we, can uh, we do a little uh, demo for you? Sure. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so we, um, yeah. So what we, what we do is, is we send you fresh oysters. And when you get fresh oysters, I guess to tell the difference, um, if you're, if you're going to get them from the grocery store um, or delivered uh, by a company like ours, um, you have to open them yourselves. So, so we send, we send a kit out with you where you get oh. a shucking knife and, and, and a shucking glove to protect yourself um, from, from stabbing yourself and opening them. <laughs> and then when you open the oyster, you've had customers like me in the past. Uh, thanks very yeah. much. I stabbed yeah. myself. <laughs> but we try to, yeah, we try to hook you up, give you a video tutorial to walk you through the steps if you've never done it before. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, and then we give you the accoutrement to you, open it. You might and, want to get a little closer. Uh, to right, the right, right. And then, uh, and then we, uh, and then, and then we kind of, you know, we give you a little, little video tutorial on how to, how to pop the oysters open like that here. I'm, I'm, I'm opening an oyster for those that are listening. Sure. Sure. Uh, and then uh, I keep the shell uh, straight so I don't spell out, spill out the juice or the liqueur in it. And, uh, and I kind of pop the shell open like that, and uh, and then you're ready. And then you're you're see there you go. There's your raw. Then raw oyster, and then you're and then you're ready to eat. Uh, and you and and you said, how do you eat a oyster properly or enjoy it? Um, you chew it. We recommend a couple of chews. Thank you. The, yes. Yes. <laughs> you don't swallow it yeah. whole. Yeah. If you know, for for those that are a little faint uh, trying it, if they want to swallow it whole, fine. Um, try that. But I really recommend a chew or two because it will break open all those flavors inside the oyster right. from where that region it's been growing. It'll take on those flavors in the water. 
uh, and it, it really opens that up nicely. And then if you like your sauces, which we love our sauces too, um, we, we sell a variety of sauces and obviously hot sauces is fun on oysters. We don't actually recommend horseradish, or sorry, um, uh, cocktail, uh, sauce. cocktail sauce, because that really just masks the flavor. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. So we, we recommend trying one fresh first and then kind of exploring sauces after that. And I'm so glad, thank you very much. I thought I just invented I'm not eating this. I'm not just going to, uh, well, because at a restaurant that I've been in, they're called sliders. Hey, I got two dozen sliders, you guys. We're all going to celebrate the new year. Everybody get one. You ready? Three, two, one. Well, that's like doing it like a shot. Yeah. Well, that was really boring. You know? No, no. I no. Well, for those people who are like, ah, that flavor is terrible. Give me a shot of something else. I put it in my mouth and chew it around thinking, probably doing it wrong but i don't care i want to know what this thing tastes like not just swallow it right you don't eat typically eat any other food by just swallowing swallowing. yeah (laughs) yeah no i know that's why i thought maybe everybody no wonder everybody doesn't like raw oysters they've been eating them wrong right yeah Yeah. Yeah. so they're just getting the salt water taste that's it where the salt water or they're just the slimy because i think when you don't chew it you're just feeling the slimy Right. You're not breaking out. Right. Right. None of that. In fact, uh, that's what I've heard from people who just slide them. This just doesn't uh, doesn't taste like anything. It tastes like salt water or olive oil or whatever, whatever was in the shell, because I didn't ask the chef. These are raw oysters. Did you do anything besides crack them open and put 10 of them or 12 of them on this plate? Never asked him that. Everybody just grabbed one or ran away. And I (laughs) and I ate two. Because, you know, I didn't get this fat by saying, no, thank you. I'm going to try that. So what right. the heck? We love, oops, sorry, did you want to? We, we love um, enjoying an oyster either naked as you, because that really, you really get to experience the flavor or some citrus. Um, a lot of people like lemon. We also really like lime because the citrus really um, is a nice accompaniment to the, you know, the sea flavor. The salt sea flavor. Yeah. yeah. It kind of breaks that down. A and it's not, a, it's, it's very light. So it's not going to completely obscure the flavor of the oyster. It's just going to complement it. Does an oyster all by itself with no other anything have a distinct flavor? If, if I blindfolded you and gave you an oyster and a clam and a something else and a something else, would you be able to say, oh yeah, that's an oyster? Because it tastes, it tastes and, different. And oysters taste differently as Rob mentioned earlier from, you know, depending upon where they're from. So we sell, you know, lots and lots of types of oysters. From, from, from PEI to Maine to, to, to Washington. To Cape Cod to, yeah. And they're all, and they all have a different um, flavor profile. So we could, we could blind ourselves, blindfold ourselves and I can say, all right, that's a PEI oyster. I may not be able to say exactly what bay it's from, but I can get pretty oh. close. And then uh, a Maine oyster, I can tell the difference between a Cape oyster. Absolutely. It's like really? the old... Coke oh, yeah. and Pepsi taste tests. <laughs> you know, they're soda, but there are little slight differences. Right. Okay. Well, and for me, I would only be able to tell you that first thing was pretty good. The second one is really good. And you'll say, well, where are they from? The ocean. I, you know, I don't know. I like that first one. I'm, you know, most people that are listening are not going to be able to put two oysters in their mouth and tell you, well, this one's from Northern Maine. Oh, well, this one's from Hawaii. I can tell the difference, you know, you can't, you, you can smell the pineapple, you know, I don't know, whatever it is, right. different yeah. salt water. 
Well, there's two main um, differences between the West Coast and the East Coast. And, and between those two types, you can, you can tell. Almost anybody, like if you've had them before, you would be able to decipher because the West Coast oyster is going to be much more fruity and minerally and the West and the East Coast is going to be very much briny. It's just going to be a briny flavor. Briny, okay. Because I'm still thinking Coke and Pepsi blindfold me and I'll be able to tell you these two pops are different. Well, which one is which? I don't have any idea. They're they're not the same, but I don't know which one's Coke and which one's Pepsi. I can't tell the difference. Yeah, with, with oysters, you definitely can, especially West Coast um, that's going to have that melon uh, taste. It's so different than an East Coast oyster. Are there so, more – which oysters are the most popular, East Coast or West Coast? I think – Depends on who you talk to. Yeah, right? Oh, think, now, don't be getting all political. You know, <laughs> I need to answer. I think West Coast people tend to prefer West Coast oysters because it's sort of naturally something that they gravitate towards because that's the water that they, they grew up with. Yeah, and all that. that's the way we've we, what we've experienced when we've met people. It really does kind of come down to that, I yeah. think. What are the most popular oysters for those of us who don't live anywhere near ocean? I'm a cheese curd guy. I'll send you some <laughs> cheese curds. You won't be able to tell me. Are these from northern Wisconsin or southern Wisconsin? They're cheese curds. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, on, on our platform, our, we also have an oyster farm um, in Duxbury, Massachusetts, where we live. And we would have to say that Duxbury oysters, uh, we call ours Rock Reserve, are our most popular oyster. And that's in the Cape Cod region. So a lot of Cape, and, they, and, our, and it's a similar flavor profile to oyster farms on the Cape as well. Okay. Yeah. Well, then here's, here's my completely biased question. Are Duxbury oysters better than Portland oysters or no, Rhode would, Island oysters? I would, I would say they're better. I would say that they have a really um, clean flavor that a lot of people just really like because it's it's simple, but. Um, yeah, it's like saying, is this Pinot from Napa better than the one yeah. from another, you know. Sure, region? okay, so you develop your own particular taste. Absolutely. Maine oysters are some of the best out there. I love Maine oysters. Yeah. And Rhode Island has some great um, oysters as well. Yeah. Good to hear. Let me take and a we, we're not biased. <laughs> we <laughs> sell them all. We sell them all. Uh, yeah, we sell them all. We let our customers make make that choice. So they get a variety all the time. And do you get customers like me who just say, send me, I don't know, send me three pounds of oysters. You're going to say, where do you want them from? Uh, the ocean? Uh, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't be able to tell you a California oyster from a uh, Massachusetts oyster, I would be able to tell you maybe, based on what you just told me, these are different. I think I like the one on the left shell better than the right shell. Then you'll say, oh, well, you like Maine oysters, Mike. You like East Coast oysters, just so you know. Absolutely. Well, first of all, we're going to send you some oysters, so you're going to get to try this out for yourself. But we and we'll have, send them a trio. Yeah. yeah. You we should have, send me some from either so I can pick and yeah. decide. No, we'll, we'll give you a choice. Okay. We have a popular product called a gift bundle um, where we, we curate the oysters, um, it, which, what you know, seasonally. And no, they don't know what you're they're getting. We so just it's a surprise. We, we decide. And, <laughs> and it usually works out. Yeah, it works out well. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll basically, what we do is we'll give you the best, because oysters are actually seasonal. So West Coast oysters during the summer spawn. I did not know that. And Southern, Southern oysters spawn. So we don't have those um, 
on our platform or on our website in the summer. Um, so we really curate the best oysters for that season. Um, so if, if I get a box of oysters from from you guys sometime in June or July, I'll know that they're out of season, left over in the back of the well, warehouse we're gonna, oysters. We're going to give you in-season oysters. So we're going to grab it. I was teasing. Because I know you guys are going to have that conversation. Hayes isn't going to be able to tell the difference. Let's just rinse off these oysters and send them a box of those. That would be a really bad way of doing it. <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't it be embarrassing if I sent you a note that said, man, those oysters were delicious. Send me a bunch of those really old oysters. They're great. All right, I got to take care of a little business besides my eyes are starting to water because I'm giggling. Uh, we are Cooley Region Cooking with the real oyster cult. Sims and Rob, we'll be right back. Just got to keep remembering to turn my buttons on and off. Cooley Region Cooks. Every Thursday, 10 to 11, we get together with people who like to have fun in the kitchen. Sims McCormick, Rob Connect are the real oyster cult. I, and thank you both very much for talking with me this morning. How did you come up with the name, the real oyster cult? Sims, I'll let you uh, Sims came up with that name, so I'll let her. Um... Well, we were thinking about, you know, building an oyster community, an oyster club, and I didn't really like any of those names. I was like, that's kind of boring. Sure. And um, we thought, yeah, a, a cult, a cult of oyster lovers. And then we kind of just riffed from there and it, it just sort of, and then, you know, we're big music fans and it just made sense. We wanted something kind of fun and make people laugh a little bit. What definitely caught my attention, there's no doubt about it. The real oyster cult. Of course, I thought, wow, the band is into food. They're so old now, they can't perform anymore, so they're just <laughs> cooking. This is going to be great. I got to get some of those guys. <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, And I appreciate that. And you guys are in Massachusetts, but you also do business with West Coast oysters. Is that based on the request of your customers, or why wouldn't you just be in love with East Coast oysters and let somebody else do those left coast oysters? Well, we didn't think that would be as much fun. Um, we, we're all That's about reasonable. <laughs> oyster bar experience to your door. So you go to an oyster bar and you get to have, you know, a few from Washington, a few from PEI, a few from Massachusetts. So that's the experience we're trying to create for you at home. Okay. And you, you, uh, is, P-E as in education, P-E-I or P-D-I? Prince Edward Island. It's in oh, Canada. Okay. So we support quite a few oysters from uh, Canadian maritime waters on the East Coast and West Coast. They make a great oyster. They really yeah. make a great oyster. It's just cold, really uh, pure water up there. So beautiful products. <laughs> so many questions that are completely inappropriate that I can't <laughs> ask about Canadian oysters versus California oysters versus Massachusetts oysters. You ever put one of each in a bucket and see which one wins? Let the oysters fight it out? Pretty rugged, actually. Yeah, the, uh, the oysters are, are very hardy. That's the nice thing. Are they? Is when, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. They That's can, why they're a good product to ship. Yeah, they, they ship well. They they're can stay in your fridge for two weeks and, and be enjoyable. So it's not. I'd um, say one. I'd say, well, we say one week, but I, I, I mean, um, if you're an old pro, you can go, go longer than that, but <laughs> I'm just hard. old. There's nothing <laughs> professional about me and oysters. Although I I'll be honest, if I got a box of oysters on a Tuesday, 
I probably wouldn't eat them until Friday or Saturday so that I have time to enjoy them slowly. I have to get up super early in the morning, so I wouldn't do that if I was on a schedule. Eat your oysters faster, you guys. We gotta, I got to go to bed. Hurry up. Now, it would be the weekend, so a few days, but I wouldn't have an, a box of oysters in my house for two weeks, no matter what. They'd, I would eat them. I'd eat them raw. Chew up all those oysters, slide them off the shell, give them a give them a chew. How else do you serve? You mentioned that you serve the raw ones on a shell with yeah. a variety of your seasonings, something light, not cocktail sauce, because that's too strong. And I get that. Is that one of the big mistakes that many restaurants make? They serve their oysters with cocktail sauce, and now you can't taste the oyster. Yes, I, I would say so. So um, I think fewer and fewer restaurants are doing that. Yeah, they're giving you the choice. They're, they're making what you want homemade mignonettes, which is what we have here. So this is, um, we call this our cult classic. And this is a classic French um, mignonette, which is like a vinaigrette um, sort of, but the classic French is a red wine, shallot and black pepper. This is red wine, white wine and rice vinegar, Ooh. shallot, black pepper. And it's pretty really, easy to make it really home. easy right. to make it home, but we also do it for you in these cute little bottles. And then we have sort of a horseradish lemon ginger mignonette. You're making my mouth water. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, seasonally, we do different flavors. So for Christmas, uh, we just had a holly mignonette, which is which was a pomegranate one. But these right here, this is a hot sauce, and this is a wasabi based. Ooh. And and they're really tasty and so instructions to use this sauce sparingly use this sauce not so sparingly because wasabi speaking of overwhelm the flavor wasabi and cocktail sauce can can real easily hide whatever you've just put them on totally this i mean this the wasabi one is a nice bold flavor but it's really good It's, it's really good. And a couple of drops on there. Yeah, I, it, all, all that's need. all you need, a drop, a drop or two, depending upon your. Well, and in, in a bottle, even though that is, a, you're right, Sims, it's very cute. I, first thing I thought was, those bottles are so cute. Uh, <laughs> if you're only putting a couple of drops per oyster, you're going to send a box of 1,000 oysters, or I'm going to have that sauce left over for the next box of, box of oysters, or will it go nicely on a pork chop or uh, some yeah. different fish later. Oh, yeah. We've used some of our sauces on fish and other things. Absolutely. But yeah, this, this will last for a few Sushi. weeks in the fridge. Um, and it's yeah. only one ounce, but it goes a long way. They are cute. I got to tell you. Get your bag for your buck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> we are Cooley Region cooking with two comedians. I mean, they're, they're uh, oyster Oyster-aholics. Did you decide to get into the business because, you know what, Sims, I love oysters. we got to figure out a way that we can eat oysters for free while turning everybody else in the country on to how delicious oysters were, and it's been working pretty well ever since? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, yeah pretty much. No, we, we start, so we started an oyster farm um, here in Duxbury about 15 years ago. Uh, family oyster farm. We're first generation farmers on the water. And, uh, and then one, once we're robbing me, yes. Once we started that and we have four kids. So I dragged our kids into the, into the business and got them involved. And, uh, 
and yeah, they, you know, we work the farm and it's a lot of hard work, but uh, it's very rewarding and it's also great for the environment. Uh, and then we decided to, to, to work with other farmers and, and get their product out there too, you know, via, via our app and website. So, yeah. and did other farmers come to you and say, Hey, my nine-year-old who's on the internet said he saw you selling oysters. And so you want to sell some of mine? Then, uh, yeah, that happens. I don't know if it's a nine-year-old. It's, it's, it's usually well, it's a little old around old. here. Nine-year-olds are the ones that have access to all right. the computer. Uh, uh, whenever anything on my laptop doesn't work, first thing I got to do is go find a nine-year-old who can fix it for me. Because yeah. I don't know diddly squat. If it doesn't work exactly the way you told me, then I got to go find a nine-year-old. Because somebody at my age is doing the same thing. I don't know how to do that. Hayes, get out of here. As is evidenced by us getting on the air this morning at 10.06. It <laughs> <laughs> constantly scoff at us. Well, not as much at Rob, but more at me. You know, Mom, your desktop is a mess. <laughs> That's on the computer, not a regular desk. Right, not the radio desktop. All right, so I, we got to take a quick break for the news because those guys just gave me the hi-ho. They're drooling all over the place in there. Apparently, there are some oyster lovers uh, in the newsroom as well. So we'll check in with those guys. Uh, and we will come back. I gotta, I, I've, I gotta find out because Wisconsin is dairy land. It's uh, the vast majority of business in this state is agricultural. I, I've never spoken to an oyster farmer. So we got to talk about fertilizing. When do you water them? How much sunshine? When do you pick them? When do you know they're ripe? All of that. We'll cover it because you know I'm going to become an oyster expert as soon as I find a nine-year-old. They are known as the real oyster cult. Sims McCormick, Rob Connect are the real oyster cult. Thank you guys so much for joining me uh, on uh, on Cooley Region Cooks this morning. I love talking new, and I have never cooked. I've never done anything with oysters except eat them. And I thought I was eating them wrong because everyone else would just take the shell with an oyster on it, hold their nose, take a deep breath, and slide it while I put it in my mouth and chewed it and said, yeah, this one's pretty tasty. And then everybody else was like, oh, you chewed it. That's so gross. I can't believe you chewed that oyster. You're supposed to just let them slide. And I thought, I'm not paying a million dollars for an oyster that I didn't even taste. I'm going to chew that baby up. And and they were pretty good. I, I've not had an oyster that I didn't like. Although, I don't, I'm not sure <laughs> if I had a California oyster or a Maine oyster, so... So maybe that's the difference, I guess. I don't know. We're teaching you up. My, you Mike, you're, you're smarter than you look, I think, is what we're doing. Well, I'm also not as fat as I look. I, I'm told that uh, Zoom adds about 30 pounds, so I'm a lot thinner than, than you would think. <laughs> All right, so uh, t- uh, before we start talking about uh, a couple of recipes, because raw oysters are raw with one of your cute bottles of sauce on top, uh, but we got to cook an oyster or two. I have a good friend who uh, grew up in uh, in in uh, New Hampshire and makes oyster stew. It's a Christmas Eve or maybe a New Year's Eve oyster stew, and I've had some of that. It's really delicious. Uh, uh, but uh, what is it like to be an oyster farmer? I'm sorry. I just picture in my mind you floating over the oyster bed in a glass-bottom boat, and one of you says, look, honey. They're pregnant. We're having oyster babies. Look over there. We're going to have a bunch of oyster babies this spring. It's going to be awesome. Uh, it's, it's probably not the way it works, but that's what I pictured. 
Exactly. That's it. You nailed it. (laughs) Yeah. So it's really nice. So yeah, we are farmers, not fishermen. There are obviously wild harvest oysters, but uh, 99% of oysters you're going to get in a restaurant or in your supermarket are going to be farmed oysters now. Um, And, and farming is a great thing because it's sustainable. Uh, And what we do is since we are farming, not fishing, we actually do get baby oyster seed and we get it from a hatchery just like you'd buy your seed um, from... Um, it's tiny. Uh, yeah, just the same way you'd buy... A million buy... could fit in the palm of your hand. Yeah, really? They're, yeah, yeah, they're grains of sand when you get them and you, and you go, gosh, I just paid thousands of dollars for that. Um, we put them in the water in a contained area uh, and, and it's... Um, and the really beauty about oysters is um, they not only clean the water when they're growing, but they also require no feed, no fertilizer, um, and they just eat what's in the water, what's naturally growing There's in the no water. no input. So the inputs are zero. Uh, except for our time and labor and energy, which uh, is considerable, which is considerable. So it's about 60 to 80% of growing oysters is actually labor because um, yeah. they, they grow, they grow themselves. Once you put them in the body of water where you're growing them and we put, and we, we contain them, we put them in little bags um, like mesh bags to keep them from floating away. And then as they get bigger, uh, you can put them in floating bags on the water. You can put them in cages on the bottom. You can put them in uh, on the bottom like a free-range chicken, which is what we do on our farm. Uh, and they go right on the bottom. And then once they're old enough to, to harvest, um, we, we drag them back up with uh, like rakes, basically, into our boats uh, and, then, and then bring them into to market. And is there uh, – I, I can only imagine that somebody's out on their jet ski uh, just fooling around in the ocean – and they see a bunch of mesh bags floating over there. And one of them says, hey, shh, quiet, go slow. Let's go eat all of Sim's baby oysters. They're just floating right over there. Happen? Is there oyster thievery? It, it happens I'm sure very... I'm sure some places. Um, some places it happens very rarely. There's a lot of eyes on the water. Is there? Um, okay. Yeah, so especially where we are, um, and, and a lot of our, our, our bags are submerged, actually. We're right, not so allowed to so have floating bags. So you can't see bags. them, yeah. yeah. Oh, so okay. Because we have a lot of fishing and jet ski and, and sail, sailboat traffic. So we, we do all of our farming on the bottom, and we're very tidal. The tide goes out, and then we can walk around out there, oh. uh, manage our farms, and then the tide comes back in, and then it's full of boaters and fishing and sailing. And Wow, so you, you, you do your oyster farming in relatively shallow water. It's yep. deep enough during high tide to sustain a boat or a jet ski, but the tide goes out and you can walk out there. Yeah. It's a 10 foot tide. Oh. Um, so, so, and, and, and within six hours it's you're, you're, and then you only have about an hour to work. And that's why we're working, trying to work both sides of the tide. And during the summers, we basically live our lives on the tide and, uh, and, uh, and get out there and, and do everything we need to do tw- sometimes twice a day. And you don't, but you, and I was teasing before about fertilizing and so forth, but you don't have to, you don't have to stir them up or feed them or you, you, when you go out, you, you get your bag of seeds, oyster seed babies, you take them out and put them in a bag. They're on the bottom. And uh, then you just, every once in a while, you walk out there and look at the bag and think, well, they're getting a little bigger. You can see them now. And as soon as they're big as a quarter, whatever, uh, you take them out of the bag and let them stay in that area. And then in your, what acre square of of uh, oyster bed? You let them cruise around and have a life, and then later on, they're my sustainable life. 
like a Disney movie. <laughs> yeah, that was good. You pictured uh, yeah. that well. That's, yeah, we're basically, um, that's you, you kind of nailed it. Uh, we, we, there's a little bit more work in there where we're sizing them out. We run them um, through a grading, um, like a tube basically with holes in it, where uh, the bigger, and we're constantly getting the bigger ones away from the smaller ones because the big ones will eat all the food. So we want to get the big ones ah. out on the mud and the small ones will stay in the bag until they're big enough to get out on the mud. Uh, we also have to deal with storms and ice and issues that'll take them away or wash them away. Um, oysters don't travel like a scallop where they can flip around and move around. Once you put them oh. in the mud, they stay there for their lives unless a storm or ice or something moves them. Now, well, and you're going to, uh, I'm not even going to talk to you about my lack of knowledge of scallops. They're, they're <laughs> round, they're white. They look like a hockey puck. They don't have fins. They don't swim anywhere. I don't know what you're talking about. They're delicious. You can, you cook them for about the same amount of time as your shrimp. In 30 seconds, they're done. In 45 seconds, they're overcooked. Uh, you nailed it. Yeah, you nailed it. That's it. So apparently, if I ever move to the East Coast, I could tomorrow become an oyster farmer because clearly I know I already know all this stuff. I just got to get one of those measuring tubes so that I'll know which ones of my oysters are going to be really get me enough to pay the mortgage and how and which oysters I got to leave for a little while. Yeah. Come, yeah. yeah. Come out this summer. We'll set you up. We'll get you going. Do you ever look at, can you tell a healthy oyster from a not healthy oyster? Red tide is the only thing I ever hear about ocean water. Uh Oh, red tide. What's yes, exactly. So, so, so when we test, um, it's actually oysters are the most heavily regulated seafood uh, in really? the United States. Yes, they are um, statewide and uh, nationally. Um, so the waters are tested for us every two weeks. So if there is a red tide, um, which is an algae that's toxic to humans, doesn't hurt the oyster, um, then we can't harvest the oysters. It won't kill the oysters. So we wait for the red tide to leave. The oysters will purge out any of that toxic algae in two weeks really? or so. And then, and then they're tested, and once they're safe to eat, we eat them. You know, we, we go and start harvesting again. Um, same with um, if we have a big rainstorm and a lot of runoff goes into the water, um, they'll close our close the shellfish beds down for for a week or two until the water tests, you know, perfect crystal clear, and then and then we're, we can harvest again. So it's a very heavily regulated water quality um, uh, product because they their oysters are pumping between twenty five and fifty gallons a day of water through their bodies. Uh, an adult really? oyster. Yeah, so they, they clean the water incredibly well. So uh, uh, that that's interesting. Fifty gallons of water in a healthy oyster. That's uh, that's fascinating. It's pumping through its body. Yep. So any the area that's uh, the oyster bed area has the cleanest ocean water, then a cleaner ocean water than down the down the uh, beach where they don't have any oysters. That water isn't as as uh, as clean. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Yep, they're they're yep. They even use oysters to clean up waters that are closed, um, and they don't eat the oysters, but they use them. They're using them now as an environmental like remediation tool. New York yeah. Harbor, yeah, has been do, has been doing that for quite some time. Your water is too dirty. Take two pounds of oyster babies and call me in the spring. Uh, you know, the they're, oyster they're babies. They're trying to yeah. put a billion into the watershed to do it. Yeah, really. Well, and what a billion would fit in the palm of your hand? It sounds like. Almost. Well, a, a million would fit in the palm of your hand. A billion oh, okay. would be probably like a, a two palms. Yeah, you need a palms. wheelbarrow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, and we have along, we live on the Mississippi here in La Crosse, and uh, fish flies 
are a thing. They're also called mayflies. I don't know what they call them where you guys are. They live yep. for uh, yep. 24 hours, and uh, they're they're gross and disgusting, and you can't use them for fish bait or anything. Uh, however, if you have fish flies in your water, you have clean water because they don't grow or survive or even come back to any place that's got, uh, you know, yucky water. So when people say the Mississippi is so gross and dirty, eh, if you've got fish flies like we do in the lacrosse area, that water is pretty darn okay. I'm not going to go have a glass of it with right. my, with. I'm not going to have a glass of Mississippi water with some scotch in it. <laughs> be different, but uh, it's pretty clean water. Tell those people to leave you alone. I can tell you. Those are your kids. Dad, do I have to go out and farm? You, you, I can tell. Come on. What is it? I got to get in the fridge. We want to eat lunch. Yeah, I get it. Are they eating? You're not going to eat your profits, though, are they? No. No, not so much. No. Well, in other ways. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure of that. I'm sure of that. All right. So you and let's, uh, you know, I don't. I, cook me an oyster. Oh, sounds good. Oh, Unless we've done, have we have we talked about all the raw oyster things we need to? Have we done yes. everything with raw oyster that we need to talk about? Yes, I think all right. so. Yeah. All right, then cook me an oyster, or okay. or ten. So we're gonna do a fun recipe I like to do, and um, we have a like little oyster tre uh, trevets um, that we have, but you can also use an old uh, like a muffin tin, huh? uh, and, and so you shuck the oyster. Uh, you put, which I did, I shucked one earlier. If you have one of these handy blow torches at home, and these are the kind, and I'm sure, you know, every, every handy person has one. Even we live in kids. Wisconsin. That tool, that's a pipe melter. Yes. You, in yes. Wisconsin, you take that underneath your house to spray yes. on the corner where the ice froze, and now you can't get water into the bathroom. That's an ice melter. Yeah. So, so you take one of these. Um, uh, you, you have a little, you chop up some garlic. And, and you and you use a little, a, butter, a little some butter, parsley, or you can do spinach. And then if you want to use um, a little bit of, of that uh, delicious Wisconsin cheese, that's also a good add-on for oh, this. Oh, what a schmooze. What yeah. a schmooze. Marketing, <laughs> marketing. Well, you can actually, curry might be good on this. Yeah. We haven't tried it. Um, and, then, and so we put that on there. We put the shucked oysters in the muffin tin, and then we're going to use our, our blowtorch here. And then you just torch the top of it. Uh, for... can, you, can you see that? I can, absolutely. I can't see what's happening yeah. to the oysters. They're not down there crying, are they? Yeah, You're not... This is not happy at the moment. No. So you're actually squealing. You're actually oh. poking the oyster when you're doing this. Um, and, and obviously melting the butter and you're also um, cooking the garlic at the same time. And we keep it about six to eight inches away from the oyster uh, until it really starts bubbling. Uh, and then the oyster is cooking in its own juices in that nice salt brine juice. Um, and then the garlic starts to blacken. And, as soon as it gets a little crispy on top, you're good. I think you're good. Like creme brulee. And there you go. And then now you uh, you let that cool, obviously, for about 30 seconds. And then Here, uh, show it to him close up, close up. And then uh, you can see how it's uh, nice and browned there. And oh, yeah. And uh, delish to eat. Or so it's, it's sort of poached. It's a, it is. It really poaches in its own juices. Yeah. Um, the garlic uh, kind of crisps up. Uh, and then you can put parsley or some yeah. other spices. You, and you can do that in the oven for those of you that don't. Don't do the yeah torch. exactly. You can use the broiler. Okay, I do. Okay. Or you can bake it. You yeah. can bake them at three fifty. Yeah. Or, or well, I'm I'm already thinking. There's a bunch of listeners this morning. My good friend Wayne has probably done them that way a lot. His wife probably puts them in the oven because she doesn't want to hear the oyster babies cry. <laughs> I don't want to hear any any whimpering. I just want to eat them later. You cook them, I'll eat them. Something like that. I don't 
Right. Yeah, yeah. So. Another great way to do it is put them on the grill and you can, you don't even have to open them first. You can put them on. Right in the shell. Right, right in, in the, the shell. shell. And yeah. then, you know, after about a minute or two, you'll hear a little pop. Yeah. That's and the screaming. As right. You <laughs> let me out. Let me out. Yeah. And then you just kind of pry open the top, top shell and then you can put a little, you know, butter or, or shallot or whatever you want on top and finish them, but you don't have to open them. Yeah. Easy peasy. Grilling oysters is fun. Yeah. Well, and then they pop open enough that uh, you bring them in the house. They're open enough. You let them cool and then you eat it right out of the, right out of that cooked shell, or then you put them into something else. Yeah, yeah, you, right out of the cooked shell. Yeah. You can serve them to your yeah. guests that way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would. Yeah, but I, I I imagine that I'd have a lot of guests who wouldn't want to come over again next Saturday. Oh the, no, 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 I, not at all. They'll love it. They'll want to come over tomorrow. <laughs> I know there's <laughs> there's a few people who will want to come back. The rest of them are going to be out in the garage thinking, "Can't believe Hayes is serving oysters again. What is with that guy? What is with that guy?" And we're probably going to get some oyster shell necklace for Christmas again, like last year. Are the shells pearl on the inside? They look like clam shells. Yes. Yep. They, here, here's one. They have a they have a they have a pearl esque finish on the inside. So what's fun too is um is you can wash these uh, just you know with a scrub brush, wash them, clean them up, and then they do make great fun little ornaments, gifts. Uh, we actually sell shell lights. we sell a little shell lights. We sell kit. them all. Yeah. We, <laughs> put a christmas tree lights inside these you, you oh. glue shells on top and then and then they they're beautiful so yeah i'll bet those little baby ones are really beautiful aren't they sims those little baby lights they're so cute <laughs> sorry it just it just cracks all of this just cracks me up uh oyster stew why is that one of the most misunderstood foods on any holiday menu no, no. Why do you think it's misunderstood? Because people just say oysters. I'm not having Roy raw oyster soup. That sounds gross. I had an oyster once. It was disgusting. I'm never eating oysters again. What do you tell that person? Well, it's the it's, stew is cooked. It, right? Yeah, it's cooked. It's like having a. It's like similar to a chowder, but I'm not. Well, in here, you've probably heard this. I'm not eating sushi. Raw fish is gross. It's not raw. It's not gross. <laughs> You got to, you know, different sauces. You got to try that. And so do you run, you go through the educational process? I'm guessing that you've got people coming to your website, therealoystercult.com, who don't have the foggiest idea what to do when a box of oysters comes to their house. Yeah, absolutely. And and when they when that box comes, we send them. There's a card inside the box that gives you a little bit of instruction, and also obviously uh, gives you some links to some instructional videos that you can watch as well. <laughs> videos. So because there's there's me standing in front of the video with my hands all bloody, and you know my my breath smells like olive oil because I can't figure out how to get the darn things open. Cooking them all on the grill, then let them pop open by themselves. That's, no, we, that's we, take, we take care of our cult, Mike. Do you? <laughs> All the tools they need. We talk them through it. Any customer is now a member of the cult. Yes. Yep. All right. What's your other, uh, what's your other favorite go-to oyster eating extravaganza? When you guys are going to have an oyster party at your house, how do you cook your oyster? How do you, I don't want to say cook because that, uh, how do you, how do you present oysters uh, at your house. 
So we do a combo. We'll do obviously we um, we shuck and uh, and what we like to do is is have shucking parties. So we'll we'll we'll, uh -huh. bring, we'll have we'll have several gloves and knives. And the, the, it's a, it's like the best way. You know, you teach someone else how to shuck, and then you can go. You then know, you go do something else. Sure. Yeah, exactly. I'll be back in an hour. Right. <laughs> and you you have a few drinks, and everybody right. gets into it. And it's really fun. Yeah. It's um. So so we so we start with that. Um, and then we'll do our, our broiled oyster that we showed you or baked. Um, and then also, once you get a couple of people trained on the shucking, we, do, we like to do a fried oyster, which is really delicious. Uh, and, uh, and you, you know, you, you shuck the oyster. Um, you, you, you shuck a few. You shuck a bunch of put oysters. Them in a bag. You put them in a bag, uh, you know, just a little baggie or a bowl. A uh, little panko. With a panko and some flour. And then you, your favorite frying oil, um, whether that's peanut oil, olive oil. Um, peanut oil works peanut the best if you're, you're not allergic. Best, um, if you're not okay. allergic. Is deep frying a thing in Massachusetts? I think it's a thing everywhere, right? Who doesn't love well, it? Well, I don't know. I, you eat oysters. <laughs> yeah, I, guess. I, I would say that it's, it's people like, um, like a po' boy, you know? Yeah. Oh, sure. And that's popular. Um, but most people around here just enjoy them raw. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I, I, it's so... That's awesome to hear. I am going to send you some cheese curds because <laughs> deep, well, the, the oh, panko flakes, you know, your whatever sauce you want to dip these cheese curds in batter, fish batter, or uh, or panko flakes. Drop them in in a a vat of uh, of oil and let them cook for thirty seconds or so. Let them cool off a little bit, and a deep fried cheese curd to go along with your fried or raw oysters is going to make, uh, well, it wouldn't be an East Coast, West Coast, because we're in Wisconsin, but uh, there you'd be your your mixed culture meal for your friends. Sounds cool. delicious. People are going to say, whoa, what is this? It's a cheese curd. A what? A <laughs> cheese curd. Because I've lived in states where you can't even buy, it's illegal, the dairy laws and so forth. You can't buy a cheese curd in some states. So, so you you haven't? I've had a cheese curd. I'm not sure I have. You haven't had one? Yeah. Oh, uh, I got I got to send you a variety of cheese curds because they come in flavors. Can't send you a deep fried cheese curd because by the time you get it, it would taste horrible. A cold deep fried cheese curd is not good. But uh, there's no instructions. Dip them in your favorite fish batter or panko flakes. Drop them in some boiling oil. Let them cook for half a minute. Let them cool on a paper, on a piece of paper plate or paper towel, and eat them. They'd be delish. That's hey, can we do this again sometime? Totally when is your down season? You know, it's January, so if I call you back in like March or April, could we do it again? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah that's and we'll still be friends because you've had cheese curds. 